Wasted Potential Podcast is brought to you by... You having trouble sleeping? Staring at the stars ain't doing it for you? Maybe my voice can help. Subscribe today to Makana SMR, and I can say nonsense to you until you drift off into insanity or unconsciousness. Want to hear about what I think about the economy? All them numbers doing things like changing, subtracting, multiplying, kind of like the human population. It's the human population economy or the economy of population. Subscribe today and hear more insights like that or just go to the University of Texas where I teach this nonsense. Thanks, Matthew. That was utterly worthless. Wasted Potential Podcast is brought to you by Smug Tequila, the smoothest, most head up your own ass looker out there. Don't take my word for it. Hear it from the company's co-owner. It's a beautiful thing, own your own tequila. Bring the world a little smile. Change what it means. Drink tequila. Unity. Passion, drunken ramblings. Yeah. Thanks, Maddie. Use our code SELLOUT to earn 50% off your first 30 bottle case of Smug Tequila. Smug Tequila. All other tequilas are liquid piss. You ever drive a Lincoln? I was driving one long before Lincolns were cool. That's- fuck you, Maddie. I can't afford a goddamn Lincoln or a podcaster. Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here, Matthew. Get out of here, McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Wasted Potential Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a read. (laughs) <laughs> Where we uh, watch movies that we remember fondly from the past. Welcome to season two of this epic drinking shit show. Um, gotta be honest, kind of pre-gamed a drinking podcast, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, today, we'll be watching the classic blockbuster failure uh, starring Matthew McConaughey, Penelope Cruz, and Steve Zaun uh, in the epic treasure hunting action film Sahara hey with me always is my lover and long time partner in crime Ron hi I was really confused last night because I thought you meant to watch 1943's Humphrey Bogart Sahara so I was really confused for a while no no Matthew's way hotter I'm not gonna watch that old fart okay Okay, so for uh, we're back in the saddle here for our drinking games. Every time a character stumbles on the plot, we're going to be taking a sip. Yep, yep. We're going to be drinking a lot. And mine is every time someone says the name of a country. <laughs> can't get it out of their mouths. <laughs> and I think finally our, um, our signature drink for this week is our own concoction. We're going to call it the Cactus Coolerville margarita i'll leave a description how to make that in the chat but it is sweet (laughs) (laughs) yeah and let me say i make a mighty fine margarita 
Yeah, I think this entire podcast is going to be Shane doing Matthew McConaughey impressions. This whole movie is a Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, it's the only actor that showed up. <laughs> uh, before we start, make sure you um, subscribe, download, give us comments, follow us on social media, and whatnot. We're starting at six seconds. Are you ready? Yeah, help us help you. Make us money so that we can insult you and watch movies. Deal? Deal. Okay. I am at two seconds. And a three, and a two, and a skibbly dibbly doo. So before we get into this shit show of like 8,000 movies plugged into one, I'm going to start us off with a trivia to set the tone for this. (laughs) And here is the first question, Ronnie. Okay. In 2007, the film's full 151-page line-item budget entered as evidence. One fucking second. This is so loud in my ears. Okay. Read it again. In 2007, the film's full 151-page line-item budget entered as evidence in the lawsuits and supposedly confidential was leaked to the Los Angeles Times. This rare look into the detailed finances of a film, especially a notoriously expensive bomb, showed the production benefiting from cheap Moroccan labor and European <laughs> tax credits on one hand, but wasting the money on a plane crash scene that was eventually cut, paying Penelope Cruz's hairstylist and dialect coach over a quarter million of dollars. More seriously, though, it even included expenses for what were explicitly labeled as bribes to Moroccan officials, some of which may have violated the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. True or false? Well, for the sake of just <laughs> that like, in-depth discussion, I want to go with the true there. That's a bingo. <laughs> Not okay, only is this a crime film, but it is literally, this movie should be called Watch Money Burn on Screen. <laughs> Um, before we dive into this one, describe what's going on, because if you've never seen this movie, which I didn't until 12 hours ago, right now we have Confederate soldiers are in a steampunk-esque metal ship on some kind of river being shot at by, I think, Union soldiers in this fun adventure movie about the desert. Yes, it starts off with Civil War soldiers as the heroes? Yes, these are con- these are Confederate soldiers, not Civil War soldiers. Specify Confederate soldiers. Yeah, um, they're running away in an ironclad, getting shot at by Union soldiers. This scene is far too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a lot, and uh, this isn't. I will say, I would say up into minute forty, maybe thirty. I don't mind this movie. I kind of like it. I like the direction. I like what they're doing. I like the setup. It's once the adventure starts that it falls. I can't even say off the rails. It takes flight. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> um, I got immediate. I, okay, I've never seen this movie before. And I've always, I saw a trailer for it when it came out. And I was like, this is not for me. I don't really want to see this. And I was a kid. But then I was like, oh, okay. But I had immediate Wild Wild West flashbacks. Oh, yeah. It's it uh it has that level of um too many cooks in the kitchen literally I I'll, I'll have a trivia later about it but reading about this film this thing was a mess in pre production like I don't doubt it and apparently it was funded by some like 
very religious oil tycoon who wanted to make movies that weren't rated R. But are okay with the Confederate soldiers being the heroes? That that might be why they are. <laughs> Maybe we don't know his uh, leanings. Really, really quickly, I tried not to do any research because I wanted to come into this blind. But um, I right here we're going through the main titles of the film in a second. It says this movie is based on a novel by Clive Cussler, which I've never heard of before. But I spent the entirety of this two-hour film thinking, like, how much of this movie is that book? And I want to know what kind of clusterfuck is that book. And I'll try to sprinkle a little little details here and there. But the reason why I knew about your trivia was because I got sucked into the 20-year lawsuit between the production company and the novelist. Like, I'll, <laughs> I don't want to give it all away right now, but holy shit, is this a crazy thing. Which is funny. Because I've, I think I've read a Clive Cussler novel before when I was also in the desert, mm-hmm. and uh, it was shit, <laughs> utter garbage, like just the most like sixth grade thing. Maybe I didn't read his best book. Maybe I read something, but it was something about someone in the Amazon, and I don't know. But anyone that would name their character Dirk Pitt, I don't trust as a writer. <laughs> I'm calling him Dirk Diggler for the rest of the thing. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> Also, did someone tell him, like, hey, your character sounds like Dirt Pit. Like, Dirt Pit. It's a pit of dirt. Like, I don't... <laughs> did someone warn him? I I don't know. But I honestly didn't even know that was this character's name. And I've seen this movie, like, 27 times. Oh, so you've actually seen this. So you actually had fond memories of this film. <laughs> I had legitimately fond memories. I used to watch this religiously as a kid. I fucking loved this movie. But that's because I didn't understand plot. Or, like, movies. And now as an adult watching it, it hurts my brain. (laughs) Yeah, because literally it's, like, 20 different plot points strung together by convenience. And they don't even bother explaining how people get into rooms. It is is a mind, like, melding clusterfuck. It is crazy to me. Utter disaster. And it's... It shows that it was a disaster in real life because you can see the disaster on screen. Yeah. And right here, like, uh, they're playing like a Dr. John kind of upbeat kind of song to add some, like, interest going on here because his history is boring and, and uh, I almost called him Brad Pitt. Matthew McConaughey is playing <laughs> a historian. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's like a adventure. It's, it's like a young man Indiana Jones thing. Yeah. Which, it's fine for a movie and stuff. I don't have a problem with that. I have the problem with the adventure. <laughs> I have a problem with Dirk Diggler is, like, in no way believable as, like, a historian. Like, like he doesn't do anything that's intelligent. He kind of just lucks his way through all of this while, like, Indiana Jones, like, you know, like, he's a doctor. And, like, he's does intelligent things and plans things out. Right, and they, they set it up with him in, like, a boring lecture, and he's like, as you can see, the pyramids were designed like this to reflect the light, and, like, it, it establishes that he's a very smart dude. Okay, so this is when my brain started to, like, freak out, because my wife and I watched this last night, and we don't know anything about it. I figured it'd be, like, National Treasure, kind of like a goofy, fun adventure thing, but it's, like, takes these weird tone shifts, because right now, the... World Health Organization, fun timing of us picking this film, is going into, I think it's, is it Mali? Were they at first? 
They're in Nigeria. Okay, so they're in Nigeria first, and they're going to watch people die of a plague. I'm like, oh, this is a fun family-friendly movie. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it make you want to go on an adventure? Look how many screenwriters there are. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. There were seven listed on this thing. That's never good. And there's even more not listed that didn't make the cuts, which will bring up trivia. So now we have Penelope Cruz, who is just beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful lady. Oh. And I believe her as a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's some sarcasm for you in the morning. But um, so right now she is trying, she's saving someone's life. And she has their masks on now, but later they will not have their masks on. <laughs> they... Yeah, they don't believe in them later. So here's a trivia for you. In in total, the screenwriters of this film were paid eight million dollars in salaries and bonuses. The highest being David S. Ward. That's a lot of money. I'm gonna go true. False. They were paid wow. three point eight million in total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so Ward wasn't even credited, and he made five hundred thousand of that. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the higher paid ones, and didn't even make the credit. <laughs> Let's just turn this off and listen to the commentary track, because that sounds way more interesting than this actual movie itself. Where you listen to a director who's just holding a gun to his head. Where <laughs> 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 he's just like, this part of the film, I didn't want to do it this way, but we brought in another fucking screenwriter. He didn't want to do this. He wanted some environmental message. So we fucking added that in. <laughs> so, 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 so since you mentioned it, the... Um, the the author of the novel originally sued the production company because they locked him out of screenwriting, but the company said you were never had a deal with the money of being in the screenwriting room. So the author had to pay millions of dollars in legal fees to the to the production company because he lost that lawsuit. And then two years later, they re-sued them for something else, and then they countersued it again. So it's 12 years and a $20 million lawsuits back and forth of people fighting over who has to pay legal fees. I didn't read everything, but I read enough to go, oh my god, this guy this guy died in 2020. He spent the last 20 years of his life fighting in courts for that movie Sahara. I feel so bad Over for this movie. <laughs> Look at Matthew, though. So hot. Yeah. So jacked. He's just out there spearfishing. Because that's what he does. He's an ocean man. Uh, he just so happens to be off the coast. He happens to be a historian. Oh, he's off the drink. coast. Yep. Yeah, stumbled onto the plot in a second here. He just so happens to be spearfishing next to a lighthouse, which has an infected man with the plague that has died, where our lead WHO person shows up, who is then attacked by assassins, hired by a corporate company that is... Caught, like oh my god no no no, no. Stop, stop there that is a corporate company that is sponsored by a african war dictator it's like kind of weird child <laughs> soldier thing <laughs> to have their they so here's where i'm i mean if y'all haven't seen this and you're listening to the commentary track whatever but like spoilers um why does he need to illegally do this in an with an African warlord, it seems like his company does something the world would want, which is, like, green waste disposal. 
Oh, I don't even get that. Dude, I like tone I tuned out of this as soon as I tried to explain the whole toxicity thing. But right now Matthew McConaughey is looking jacked and he's gonna get into a hand to hand combat with three henchmen. Oh yeah. Kick their ass, Matthew. I was gonna do um every time a white person kills a black person in this film. That's a lot. <laughs> but there's um Yeah, this is before the uh the whole woke movement i guess (laughs) dude this like the fight choreography is like whiplash man yeah um apparently selma hayek was supposed to get the role first and i was gonna make this a trivia but there's just so much trivia we could do (laughs) um, penelope cruz got the role because selma hayek is mexican and penelope cruz is spanish and spain was gonna pay 20 million dollars for her to be in this film so Dude, what kind of weird ass like like backwards thing is this? It's some sort of like if you feature a Spanish actor, the the Spanish government actually gives the movie like a stipend. And Mexico doesn't do the same thing. Hell yeah, go Spain. <laughs> so Penelope Cruz got the government paid twenty million dollars for her to stare at things. <laughs> yeah, because let me let me say this, I haven't. I feel like I've seen more movies with her, but I don't remember her. And yeah. I don't know if that's because she's a great actress or not. Selma Hayek, I know, could be a good actress. Um, Penelope, though, at least in this film, is um, a painting. Like, <laughs> like it, they could have held a painting where she is. She's basically a backdrop. And it would have served, yeah. But, yeah, but she's... a. I don't know. I think she's known for her Spanish language films. I haven't seen any of them, but I don't know. In this movie, she's given nothing to really work with. And now we get introduced to Steve Zahn, who will do will do anything to embarrass himself for money in movies. Oh, he's trying. You can tell he's then, just trying. Oh my god, the extra in the background staring at the camera. That like John Cena looking <laughs> guy just staring at the camera. <laughs> oh, that extra did too. Jesus, come on, extras. And it's Dwight. It's Dwight Schrute. Who, um, I guess delivers, like, you kind of smile at some of the things he says. I was thinking, I wrote this down, I said, when does this movie get funny? Because I kept thinking this is, like, National Treasure, where, like, Nicolas Cage and that one guy are gonna, like, crack jokes and be kind of goofy. And this movie's, like, embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, they really, even their banter, where, like, it could be funny, where they're, like, getting shot at, and he's like, are you gonna do this? We're bickering. They're bickering stupid. It's like, oh, you want me to buy you a coffee? Yeah, keep the receipt. You're like, what? Okay, you know what's also weird is they kidnapped Sam, um, uh, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, wait a minute. She got knocked down. He's like, I'll just take her back to my boat. She won't care. Her her friend's not like, oh my god, where is she? Some guy came on from the ocean and dragged her into his boat. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's like 30 men and this one lady on this boat, and I don't feel comfortable for her. <laughs> I like, but like, but this is never addressed. Like, why is she on this boat? Why couldn't they drop her off at like the embassy? Because she works for who? They'll take her back where she belongs. But instead, they bring her on a boat to go treasure hunting. Exactly. William H Macy shows up here too on the Numa boat, and uh, he's he's okay. He like, spouts exposition and he has money, so he saves the day. Which I call—I wrote that down later. I'm like, Mike, Mike, he's going to save the day. It's his only job is to have money and save the day. 
is Amir is Matthew McConaughey have, have like a, almost like a Spanish look to him with like the facial hair and his dark black hair? I don't know if they spray tanned him. Oh, for sure they spray tanned the shit out of him. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look natural because you can see it around his eyes. Mm-hmm. When he's staring at you, his eyes are look, look at his eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really it's it's, it's very trumpy. It's it's kind of like it's very white mm-hmm. around the eyes. So he was wearing the goggles obviously when they spray tanned him. Yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. I feel I think it's very abundantly clear if you've never seen this movie, these scenes do not connect. It is absolute nonsense. It goes from <laughs> desert to the ocean to museum and it just like click 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 click. Yep. And this is the scene where oh, we're supposed to believe that said Steve Zahn was... Oh, yep, drink. Uh, where we're supposed to believe that Steve Zahn was an officer and Navy SEAL, but doesn't know how to tie a tie. And he's, like, goofy, and his catchphrase is, oh, hello there. <laughs> I just... You, you can't set him up as, like, oh, they were Navy SEALs, but he's so goofy and doesn't know how to tie his tie. Blah! Like... It doesn't fit. None of it fits. I don't know. You're our expert uh, military guy. Or is anyone in the military goofy? Yeah, but they know how to tie a tie. <laughs> <laughs> this is our bad guy, Eve Massard, because of Frenchies. <laughs> okay, so so you mentioned that that like that probably very religious guy, right? Like paid money for this. Uh huh. So. Earlier, they say to um, Penelope Cruz, can I get you a coffee? I think they meant to say, can I get you a drink? Is this person, like, Mormon, and then they didn't want to have alcohol? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Later, they actually drink. Never mind. Apparently, his crusade was, like, he hates rated R movies. And so he bought a script that was supposed to be rated R. I don't know how they were going to make this film rated R. It doesn't really have that feel. Maybe the original script had a different feel. You just say fuck a lot and problem solved. Yeah, but this was supposed to be rated R. And uh, so he bought it and turned it PG-13 because he believes there needs to be more PG-13 movies. <laughs> okay, but so. I, don't think they, I don't think they even cuss in this at all, do they? I think they say damn and ass. So the scene now is Matthew McConaughey is meeting some um, some kind sketchy. of pawn shop guy? Some sketchy like black market dealer here? Who deals in ancient artifacts. And he just so happens to have something? A treasure he's looking for? Do I drink for this? No, he didn't stumble. Uh, he, right, he intentionally goes. No, he, he, had, he gets a call and it's through. His necklace is awful. That, like, turquoise thing. I just, I have issues with the whole thing, but. It's like every decision in this movie was made, like, incorrectly. Who the fuck let him in with the trucker hat? I don't know. I'm okay with that, though. It's like they're they're individuals and such. And this is where Penelope gets to really show that she's a tough lady in this. So she just says, Plague! What do you want, Plague? So, uh, why is Penelope at this museum? He invited her. He invited her. But why? Her. Don't they have a really important thing to do with a disease? I know, and she said there's a plague and she needs to get into Molly, and he's like, oh, I have contacts, so this guy's supposed to get her into Molly. So you're telling me that WHO can't get into places? Like, I, it's it's really stupid. So Penelope stumbles on the, on the plot I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. So the, here's my issue, too. 
if the WHO agents, I'm just, I don't know what to call them, doctors, sneak into a country and collect evidence and then do it, can't the World Health Organization get in trouble for like going when they're not allowed? Yeah, they would definitely lose funding, but that's the whole point of the plot, right? Is they're sneaking in because they don't have any backing. It's I feel like anything you do will be like up for like scrutiny if you do anything illegally to save people, regardless of your intention. I don't know. I still don't understand his thing. This is the bad guy from uh, the Matrix Revolutions. He's the uh, the French guy. Hmm. Interesting. I forgot that. Oh, that's right. Where he's like, you can taste it. Yeah. And like, he's like, the synapses are firing. and Yeah. I don't remember his name, but I'm going to call him the Chauvinist. The Chauvinist? <laughs> it's something like that, though. He's something close to it. This is the exposition, which I'm okay with. You need some exposition. Explains to us his obsession. The ship. Every time I come to Africa, you do this, but you're an extra historian, so... Oh, God. So, every, so, so he's complaining that Matthew keeps constantly mentioning this treasure, but if you're treasure hunters, why aren't you going for it? I, I know, why would you be so against it? Good thing Texas isn't a country. Nope, it is not. Frederick mm. Oshadi. Fuck, I love pizza. Are you fucking eating on the podcast again? Molly, drink, you dick. <laughs> I said oh, Niger, yeah. drink again. God damn it. Labazanga, Labazanga. Oh, God. Luckily, that's a city. Oh, I drank. I don't know anything. Good thing. I'm glad you know geography. Fuck, I love this drink. It's delicious, right? This is bad news bears. That's <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, I just saw William H. Macy in another movie. He was much better in it. William H. Macy is a delightfully great actor He's solid He's an absolutely solid actor Ooh, I got a bad idea Oh, I have a wonderful, awful idea (laughs) Hit me, hit me No, I think it's for the end of the podcast Oh, Oh, okay And then we go back to our little rock and roll thing that we're doing Uh this is boring, so I'm gonna do. <laughs> I love this. This is boring. Right now, there. Um, William H Macy just gave Matthew McConaughey three days <laughs> to go find a treasure. Oh, here's a fun trivia: the boat used on the river scene actually was a cost-saving item and was free because it was owned by the director. Uh, false. Damn. Yeah, it actually costed five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Everything in this movie is just f***ing expensive. <laughs> uh, Molly, drink. And not only that, but they had to convert Molly it again, to a drink jet twice. boat. So they Molly again, fun. drink three times. Ah! Not only that, they had to buy the boat, which was $500,000. Then they had to do like $100,000 in upgrades because it was a prop boat and they needed to make it a jet boat to operate in the river. <laughs> so instead of oh buying God. a jet boat they bought an expensive ass boat and converted it <laughs> couple j- things here Steve Zahn is just smiling like a jackass and Matthew McConaughey is on level 3000 of Johnny Depp levels of, of like smugness 
Oh, he's he's just McConaughey-ing up the whole thing. Like, they just said, Matthew, just do what you do. And apparently the other two people for the role, I I know one was Christian Bale. Yeah. I think Vin Diesel was the other one that was up for it. What river Which, is this, Shane? I don't know. It's a Niger River. Oh, I was trying to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I wrote this down as like, uh, dragging Steve Zahn around, like Matthew McConaughey's character of Dirk Diggler, dragging Steve Zahn's character of whatever his name is around as like, it's like Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan. I feel like he's just bringing around his, like his uh, special friend with him. Right. And like this, up to this point, the film is still kind of on task, right? Um, it's it's messy, but it's not a complete shit show yet. Yeah, it hasn't devolved yet. As long as they stay, they should have just stayed with looking for the boat, and they run into bandits or something, or you know, just maybe a rival is also looking for it. I don't know. Just give us something that keeps it on one task. But instead, it's like, ugh. I feel bad for the. The 17 writers, because they had to connect these two stories that don't make any sense. Oh, and then these angel wing clams. What the fuck are these for? I don't know. It's just a thing for him to flirt with Penelope and say Petroclardus Kaliadnosis. But, like, I feel like those are supposed to come back later in the film to make a big deal, but they don't. So <laughs> They so probably like, the, the, did in the another script. <laughs> this sounds like a novel thing. This is like... We're like the author and heard about these things like oh I gotta mention this in my interesting mm-hmm. world traveling novel well I'm curious about this whole there's a whole plane crash scene that Penelope Cruz was in that was just cut and apparently it was like a 15 minute long like plane action piece that cost millions of dollars yeah that, that reminds me of the movie World War Z kind of like jet traveling nonsense as well Lord War Z is obviously a little more tight of a script, but it's kind of like nonsense yeah. when these characters are going around the world and doing ridiculous things. <laughs> but like, at this scene, they're like, he's fishing and they're bantering and it's, it's kind of fun. I'm okay with it. Um, It's it's classic action scene ex- like information that you know that Al here and... Uh, and Dirk, Dirty, or just, like, friends from old times. Hey, where'd the black guy come back from? How did he get here? He was there at the dock. Was he at the museum? Yeah, he how was at he, the museum, How did he find too. her? But how did he find her? They must have made a phone call. I've never heard of these phone calls. Oh, they're drinking um, smug tequila. Smug tequila, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, This is a good uh, trivia. I'm throwing my okay. trivia. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was supposed to use apple juice in this scene, but secretly substituted for real tequila against the director's wishes. That sounds like McConaughey, but I think you're baiting me. False. It's true. Damn it. Uh, And apparently it was an issue because they were supposed to do apple juice and McConaughey refused to do apple juice. (laughs) I am not... I'm not being sober for this damn thing. <laughs> you snuck real tequila on there. Which I get, you know, one thing you can't fault McConaughey is he will try. Every goddamn film he will try. Okay, you know the budget here. Here's my question, because I feel like McConaughey is phoning this in. How little did they pay him? 
Because all he does is reads his lines and he whitened his teeth. So McConaughey is actually the whole reason this film even got made. He like carried this script and film for like 10 years just pushing for it to get made. He even did most of the advertising himself. He got in an Airstream and drove across the country with a Sahara Airstream. Like the the Airstream was covered in the Sahara poster. And like went to Talladega and Daytona and like everything pushing uh for this film to get made and uh to advertise it he fought, he loved this film he just felt like this film needed to be made and he even his producer on it so some of his own money's in this film i think <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> uh, i mean okay look- so since this is getting boring now they're they landed where they're in molly right now yes or okay, right so on the border is- yeah they're in molly it says right there okay so really quickly um this is where Penelope Cruz and guy whose name I don't remember are going to go up to do their thing. And then uh, Dirk Diggler, Al Jazeera, and White Shrew are going to go do their own thing. Here's a thing I want to bring up is the morality of Confederate gold. Is it like Nazi gold where like you sh- it's like against like crimes against humanity to spend it? I feel like it's got to be kind of taboo like that. Maybe not as taboo as Nazi gold. Yeah. But... uh. Definitely has to be a little bit taboo. But they don't really well, uh, address that either. They're just like, oh, the Confederacy. Almost like they won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We've delved into some, some like, um, secret, like, neo-Nazi script, and he's, like, spending millions of dollars to get this made. I swear to God, if you talk bad about the South at this, it will rise and bite your ass. <laughs> At least on the positive side, this movie didn't make its money back, so thank Christ. No, it didn't. But it's sad, because it actually made a shit ton of money, this movie. It just spent that much money. I don't know if it's sad because it's Confederate gold, but I I guess the argumentation is they're not going to spend the gold. Their thing is just to get the gold and put it in a museum, I'm assuming, right? Because they're not going to spend the gold, right? He is not aware that there's that much gold. Remember, they think there's only five gold coins. Oh, okay. He thinks they're just like prints. Um, yeah, but yeah, but logically, he would just give it to some kind of like Confederate museum, right, out down there somewhere in like you know, in the South. Would pay him money Ni- for it though. The Confederate Museum in Nigeria. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs> this is where they're supposed to uh, be making comedy again. And yeah. I kind of feel like they're friends. The way they act, they seem to have some chemistry with each other. Some, but I wish they were just allowed to like talk more, like, like they were. Oh, they, friends. that's like uh-huh. fucking eight places they just named. We gotta drink eight times. Oh, sweet Jesus! Oh, you asshole! Mm. Mm. This is like Secret Window again when I did the Mort thing. This is a huge mistake. Oh, oh my god. god! I do like that line though. That is one clever line where he's sitting there and he's like, this coin, he's like, my dad collected coins. <laughs> and he's, yeah, there, he's it, like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he had coins from like everywhere, like a Roman coin and a ancient Israeli coin. And, a, and he's like, so what's your point? He's like, coins move. <laughs> like, that's true. Just because you see, found a coin somewhere doesn't mean that it made its way, that it originated there. 
Yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like Steve Zahn's dad would collect, you know, you know Budweiser cans, kind of like John Goodman in Arachnophobia. It seems more his, <laughs> his speed. Budweiser cans. He's talking yeah. to himself. It's funny. This is where Matthew demonstrates that he has cultural awareness. Man <laughs> of many talents. I don't believe in your disgusting jihadist religion, but... I don't <laughs> You know, Allah is fake. (laughs) (laughs) It's only one true God, and that's Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) I just can't. This podcast is going to get attacked by fucking fundamentalists. going on right now i pictured isis ISIS making a a video about a jihad against the wasted potential (laughs) (laughs) what is happening in this film right now he's going to some kind of looks like a school yeah some sort of religious study because he's looking for ancient scrolls that talk about a boat (laughs) my name is dirk diggler i'm looking for a boat dirk diggler This is interesting. I want to know if this is true or not, but he says, upcoming here, um, the lines are um, that in their country, they find dates, not dates to find events. They flip it around. Oh, they yeah, they pin dates to events, not events to dates. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Nigeria, that, drink again. That would make sense for a culture. Um, it doesn't have a calendar. Uh-huh. Like, I could picture a lot of... Um, like more native cultures doing that a lot. Like I can picture like Native Americans doing that for sure. No, yeah, I'm guessing this is this has got to be part of the original novel. It seems more of like a historical type thing. Well, oh, did like, did you know that the that the the Dirk Pitt or is like it's kind of like Jack Ryan type thing? <laughs> that was uh, the actual for... name of the character. I wasn't fucking it up intentionally, but Dirk Pitt's <laughs> like novels. It's got it's kind of like Clancy with jo- Jack yeah. Ryan. It's a whole so series. Jack Ryan is a character written by a real author, <laughs> <laughs> so the character isn't a fucking terrible disaster. <laughs> Dirk oh, Pitt. Um, How many names did he go through before he was like, yes, that is the name, Dirk Pitt. Hey, babe, would you ha- would you have sex with Dirk Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have Leonard Skinnerd in like a, a rednecky type of situation. Why is he called like Dirk Dirk Nowitzki? But. <laughs> There's Dwight, just being the smart guy, even though they do... So, like, he's, like, the techie dude, right? But they know everything he knows, so he's useless, because they no, know whatever they need to know. No, his ex- his only purpose of being in this is so that he can go get William H. Macy later to save them. I wrote this down somewhere, that he's <laughs> only going to leave the, 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 the film just to go save them later. That's really why isn't he's here. Uh <sighs> And then the track, which, if this movie was better, it'd be more endearing. But it's kind of insulting to me and lazy. But, oh well. And this is where they discover the red algae, which is... Oh, I forgot the doomsday thing. 
that's happening. We're like, if we don't stop this in 24 hours, all of Earth will be dead. I forgot about that. Oh my god, they even... like, wait, what? (laughs) This became a James Bond film out of nowhere. So, let's list what's happening. WHO is hunting down a plague. Treasure hunters are looking for an ironclad from the Civil War with gold on it. Meanwhile, a African dictator working with a businessman is burning chemicals with futuristic uh, technology, and the leakage from that plant is creating a red algae that, if not stopped quickly, will spread throughout the entire world and kill everything on the planet. Yeah. And that all has to tie together. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It should just be that they're looking for... They're looking for an ironclad full of gold. This African dictator catches that they're looking for a ship full of gold, and is they're both racing there. And this guy is helping him look for it. Kind of like is, Indiana Jones in the Lost Ark, while a compatriot of his is helping the Nazis look for it as well. And it's a race against the clock to find the gold. Is that what yeah. happens? It should be that. <laughs> it should be that, but okay. instead they do a bunch of shit. They should have just made this a Raiders of the Lost Ark thing. Yeah, okay, so I I was bored while watching this movie, so I was really thinking about, like, scenarios in my head, and I was wondering, like, what kind of novel was this? Was this, like, a serious thriller traveling around the world film that was turned into, like, a goofy kind of action film by a studio? Or just kind of a goofy action film that kind of added some more thriller type of serious stuff into it? Molly Drink... What do you think? Molly again, drink. Uh, Lagos! Lagos, no. drink. No, 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 no Lagos no, no, no. is a city. Lagos, Lagos is a city, not a country. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Mm. So I was trying to think what came first, the chicken or the egg? I do think the novel is probably more serious. I'm sure it mm-hmm. still had like some light action adventure feel to it. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a James Bond novel. Fuck, yeah. there it goes again. Molly, fuck. These two won't stop saying country <laughs> you put the <laughs> in country and the positive part they're not female so I won't bleep it <laughs> <laughs> I actually like this actor uh, Lenny James oh the dictator yeah he's actually a good actor yeah he's menacing no I actually don't have an issue with uh, Mr. Kazin I've seen him before I can't remember but I don't have a problem with the dictator bad guy so right now Dwight is scraping off um what's that uh seasoning you put on fruit? Oh, um shit. What is that? God, how am I feeling this? Tahini? Yeah, tahini, yes. Yeah, Dwight's scraping tahini <laughs> off of this um his little floaty here. This is embarrassing. This reminds me exactly like in James Bond where Q's like, bring that please bring everything back in working condition. And then James yeah. Bond immediately throws it off a cliff. Like, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of. And it, it does make me giggle a little bit, where he's like, wait, what's going on? Get the fuck down! We can't talk right now, Colonel! We're gonna pull a Panama! No, no, don't do a Panama! 
I want to see how Billy Mae Tracy pulled that part off. They're like, okay, now they're going to do a Panama. Okay, they're doing it. No Panama! <laughs> I'm going to call this movie International Treasure. International Treasure, that works. And then this sets up the Steve Zahn gets attached to hats. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is okay. So right now, Matthew McConaughey falls off the boat and lands into the Indiana Jones boat, and this movie becomes Indiana Jones. <laughs> I would have made Matthew McConaughey just be Denton from Rain of Fire. In this, he's like, mm, "You may find that gold." <laughs> and he's just biting <laughs> people on boats. <laughs> I wrote that down somewhere. Where we're like, "Oh, the ending, the ending." I don't want to get too far ahead, but I wrote down Rain of Fire ending. <laughs> uh. I did write down here that the boat scene is actually not a bad action scene. I like the sequence. I like the boats and him getting knocked off and like in a fun action adventure movie. Yeah, but this this, this is editing is like this editing is like stroke inducing. This is terrible. Oh, it would have been way better if they just did a shot from another boat at distance and you're watching the two of them duke it out at a little bit of a distance so you could keep it all in frame. And then you could do a couple cuts here where he falls off and that shot, but they keep flashing between the two and it is yeah. hurts. And and it seems like they're actually filming when the boat is moving, so kudos to them, but it doesn't look good because the editing like jumbles it up and makes it look ridiculous. Yeah. But I will say Shoot overall, them! They're sitting there talking. Shoot them. Oh yeah, too much of this. I do like it though. It is fun. It's, These guys uh, were trained in, like, the Stormtrooper way of shooting. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they can't hit anything. And this boat is made of, apparently, titanium. It's actually adamantium. <laughs> <laughs> um, This scene also, with the score, if you're listening to it, very James Bond. That, like, wow, wow. Boo-doo-doo, wow, wow. Like, listen to any James Bond action, and... I want to say it's the trombone, but it's just happens all the time, and they're copying it. Very James Bond scene So now Dwight K. Schrute just shut a flare into a car, and apparently that's like that wouldn't be a one in a million shot. (laughs) Yeah, but like, but even okay, so even if he hits the flare in the cabin, and the guys are going to like pull over to the side, that turret could still fire. Oh, yeah. oh no, they did that scene where it turns, the camera changes, and it flips into the water. Yeah. Ugh, don't cut to Dwight being like, Yeehaw! I, I think it'd be funnier if he was like, Jump on the boat! boat. Jumps, and then they do the pan away where. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then Whoa! he doesn't blow up, though. They screw no. it up, though, because he doesn't blow up. He just, like, gets on should blow up. land. <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if he's like, jump on the boat. He's like, I'm not going to jump on the boat. Jump on the goddamn boat. I'm not going to jump on the boat. And he's like, god damn it. And he like rams it into him. Like, yeah. This is the dumbest thing. Because like, it's funny that they say Panama and the whole like, we thought we were in Panama. We were in Nicaragua. That That's okay banter. I'm okay with that. But the plan is the dumbest plan ever. They're going to let a cigarette burn next to the fuel line so it'll eventually blow up but it the, it times so perfectly that they know the burn rate of the cigarette or the is it cigar, a cigar? Yeah, the cigars the, burn forever 
I know. So I was like, and they know that it's going to take this long to burn so that it will be right in between the two ships when it burns and blows up. Yay. Um, how does engine two go out? But then they keep going. <laughs> I was going to say we drink every time they say Panama, but oh, drink. Panama's a country. Oh, fuck God me. Damn it. I'm saying I'm confused because like I'm only like a part-time like nautical expert, but I feel like if your engine goes out, your other engine's gonna blow out too because it's overworking. Eh, it'll they, work long. They said enough. Panama twenty times, so keep drinking, I guess. <laughs> Just down the hatch, boys. Hmm. Ah, oh, we're doing a Panama. It's really disappointing that like they say the name Panama 20 times, and they don't even bother to play the song. Oh, wouldn't that be funny where he's like, I think we gotta do a Panama, and they're like, what? And he's like, bam, 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 specifically mention, like, that name of the country, and the joke is it's not Nicaragua, like, why would you not play Panama after it blows up? Oh, man, now I want, yeah, I'm mad now. I mean, if you're going to pander with all this 70s rock music, throw in a fucking Van Halen song for an 80s. I'm sorry that we found a uh, a flaw in this excellent movie. God, this movie used to mean something to me. This is this is one of the reasons I even enlisted in the military. I literally thought eventually I could be special forces and I'd go on adventures like this. Oh, dear God. Can we blame your military career on Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> you ruined my life. Gave me gout. <laughs> I love the uh, the old blow up our boat to trick them to blowing up their boat. The old blow up the boat to blow up the other boat. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic military tactic that we learned in the SEALs. Dude, all of them blasting that boat would rip that thing to shreds. <laughs> It'd be a, a Swiss cheese hole. They definitely didn't blow up those boats, so those boats can just turn around, right? And exactly. Kill them. Maybe they think that they're dead. Maybe that's the idea. It's like it blows up, so they think, oh, we got him. But they didn't see him jump off the back? Because Steve Zahn did like a full like backwards like swan dive thing. I guess. They did a Panama. Oh, drink twice. He said they did a Panama. Panama. Uh, this is a mistake. Hmm. I do like that line to kind of write off how ridiculous it is, where he's like, you did that in Panama? And he's like, well, I mean, it didn't really work the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let me edit it. Okay, so now they survived the explosion, and they're talking about William H. Macy, looking for a satellite phone. Yeah. And... All right, so this is a good time for a shot or not. Sure. Uh, the abandoned house that Frank and uh, Eva walked to. In, uh... Oh, okay, so the abandoned house um, that they discover... And it's like this random abandoned house that they're in is actually a real Moroccan home that hosts three families that live in it. True. Yeah. So they're treating it like this dump that's been abandoned, but that's an actively <laughs> lived in house. Oh my God. <laughs> Steve Zahn has like crazy eyes. It's delightful. Yeah. So I'll drink to that. So right now they sent Dwight home um, to, like, go to William H. Macy to save them later. 
Yeah, to call in the cavalry. Which, what does that mean? So you got to call the U.S. government? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll send the Marine Corps right now. Fucking yeah, idiots. you guys decided on your own volition to go to a war-torn country to look for Confederate gold. Yeah, good luck, assholes. Yeah, oh, no, we'll scramble the Rangers. <laughs> 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 Fucking idiots. Uh, this movie had potential to be a fun... Not, I didn't expect it to win an Oscar, but you could make it, like, more like The Mummy. That one was fun. It's kind of stupid, but you didn't hate yourself through it. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, like I was saying, like, National Treasure, The Mummy, kind of goofy, fun action. And I don't think this movie's fun. I think this movie's stupid and, like, obnoxious, because, like, nothing, like, connects to each other. At least The Mummy is, like, you understand everyone's motivation, and it kind of flows together. This is, like, a clusterfuck of like a bunch of different ideas together that don't make any sense yeah because right now because right now you have like a horror scene where like all these dead animals and it's creepiness that's way overlit for nighttime <laughs> <laughs> way overlit um if if they had the same team of 19 writers that did this film work on the mummy they would be like there's only one way to kill the mummy and that's either a spear that is located in this place or this special gun that was made in 1897 that's over here, or the Book of the Living, or the Book of the Dead. We have to get one of those <laughs> things. Well, what's going on? Well, also, this dictator in Egypt is trying to to harness the power of the mummy so that he can raise his wife that died two years ago of cancer. What? Yeah, that was good. Um, also, Germany just invaded Poland. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, um, what kind of poison... Makes you have like plague marks. Like those are look like it almost looks like um I know, it, it looks like, like syphilis. Almost looks kinda like that are like leprosy and but like yeah. it's poison. So but even like at this point they still think it's a plague, so why aren't they wearing fucking masks? I know, it's heavy metal poisoning, and I feel like they would know that. I mean I'm I not feel like they tested... I'm no doctor, but Well, I think the problem is they tried to test it and they couldn't test it, right? Like there's two occasions where they're trying to test what it is and they couldn't. And I just didn't, I don't know. Is it the red algae that's poisoning him, or is it the heavy metals? I think the red algae is a sign that something's in the water because the, the polluted water is making the red algae grow on metal, right? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't think the fucking screenwriters know. Nothing either. makes sense in this. It's all nonsense. This is the Indiana Jones scene where they're going to go down to a a pit of snakes. There's oh, snakes. I wish there just, was fucking snakes. Just murder. Everyone her, gets murdered. It's give her, beautiful. Give her my snake. Um, oh my god. No, no, cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> nope. Staring in. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Who gave this um this Malian? Is it Molly or Malian? Malian? Who gave this Malian man a, a MAGA hat? That's what I thought too. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I was like, God, that looks like a MAGA hat. <laughs> That's the problem is like... um. Uh, every red hat now is either a mega hat or an angel's hat, and I don't fucking care. I hate well, both of them. I, so I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Like, you know when the they make two shirts, and so you see a bunch of people in third world countries wearing shirts of Super Bowls where they got the, of the team that lost? Yeah. <laughs> Are there going to be all these mega hats distributed in third world countries? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that um, Trump's got a huge like following still. That, that, that shit gets sold. 
Yeah. Oh man. Well, I, mean, I, like, I wouldn't put it past them to sell it up to the not to get to too political it. here. But man, don't you have a feeling like all the people that are way into Trump are going to turn into like the first order? Some <laughs> 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 weird factions of just like. The Empire oh. shall rise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, she's put her mask on now to dig. <laughs> because, I guess because now she knows the water is polluted, that's the guess, so now she doesn't want to get water. Wait, is she going to huff the water? <laughs> I don't know, my splash in her face there. Is it sad that as I was watching this, I was... that I didn't even see the mask, because I'm so used to masks now. Yeah. That it was like they're wearing it, and I was just like, oh yeah, that's what you do, obviously, you're around people. And I'm like, oh my god, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, this podcast is probably going to come out around April, I don't know for sure, but oh, I'm god. guessing with my timeline in my head right now, so Let's hopefully hope. by now the pandemic's ended, or we all died. Pick one. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, liberals. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get super serious moment where they oh, I know. murder people. It gets dark here, and I'm like, what? Like, executions and all sorts of shit. And you're like, where did this come from? Oh, this is delightful. They stumble on the plot. Did you yep. hear a helicopter in the middle of the <laughs> desert? Let's head towards that. <laughs> I never even caught that scene. I thought they just wandered on to here. Oh, no. That's even it's worse. No, wor- okay. no, 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 no. It is. I think it's way worse than to wander on it. At least they heard the helicopter. It's way worse than to just randomly find this well. <laughs> so, in this speech he gives, he's like, uh, each bullet was 27. He's like, each bullet, 27 pounds. I thought he meant weight. I forgot that he said he had a made in London. So, I was like, yeah. bullshit. I was like, you know how heavy that gun would be if you. I was like, I don't even know how you make a bullet 27 pounds <laughs> that small. I worked on a, a different note. I was like, if this guy's like an like an African dictator who likes to brag, 27 pounds, that's like nothing. Well, I mean, per bullet, that's like $40 a bullet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you saved that one, Dan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know, it's $40 a bullet, but like, I feel like if you're going to make a brag, do like 100 pounds. Like, seriously. People shit their pants when it's $3 a bullet. <laughs> no, I can really get it like at 40, 50 like cal $40. Rounds, I think, are like $5 a round, which is unreal. Really? I think there'd be more than that, because I know you can buy like a like a case of bullets for like 40 bucks and get... Yeah, but if you enough. break I, I that down, more. yeah, like... Like a fifty cal round's about like five bucks a bullet, I think, which is crazy. I mean, think about well, it. So, like a minigun, if you shot that and you shot a thousand rounds, times that by five in thirty seconds. <laughs> he just executed his ass. Yeah, and fired and fired a, a based upon he's my like, excellent math here, eighty pounds of <laughs> money like, into him. He's like that cost me one hundred dollars to shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> Dig those bullets out. Get those bullets out. They're worth a fortune. Uh, and then... Look at him. He's just, he's just so... He's glaring. He's, he's, oh, that's some, some bitch. Uh, I wonder why they made... Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why would they blow up the cars? It's not like they know someone's going to be there. I would have just been like, the cars are your boys. Right? I would I think assume they're more useful commodity. to have them. Hey, look, there's a rope in a bag next to the well. Is there someone down there? Eh, probably not. Well, I think they're, they're like, ah, oh, just shoot down there just in case. And then the Do they the not know scene. how much those bullets cost? <laughs> I feel like just cutting the rope would yeah, be right? sufficient. Like, good luck climbing out of here. Ugh, fuck me. This is supposed to be like, oh. The all hope is lost moment, but we know that McConaughey and Zaner are just right there, so they'll be fine. Yep. Alright, let's do a shot or not, because this is dumb. Let's do it. Uh, the hey, sh- look, it's a, hey, look, it's a white guy wrapped in, like, you know, Middle Eastern garments. He for sure <laughs> must be one of us. No. Alright, here's a shot or not. The ship used to portray the Martha Ann, the Numa boat, was one of the vessels Robert Ballard used to find the Titanic. It has since been dismantled and sold for scrap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go false. It's true. The I'm ship that found the Titanic, they just sold for scrap. It's <laughs> <laughs> a uh, fun coincidence is the author whose name is Clive Cussler. Like, he wrote his first novel with uh, Dirk Diggler here was called Raising the Titanic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... Maybe maybe we'll just start a podcast where we, we read Clive Cussler novels and discuss them, but... <laughs> Do you want me to kill myself? I don't know. Let's... This fight is so ridiculous, and I love every second of it, that he runs out of bullets, or jams, and he just screams and sprints at him like a psychopath. Steve Zane is amazing. I love him. He's the best. Alright, let's look at Clive Cussler novels. Let's see what he's written. While Shane's doing that, I'll talk about Steve Zane here. He's in one of the greatest movies of all time called Saving Silverman. If you've never seen Saving Silverman, you're oh. doing yourself a disservice. Oh, he uses the camel as like a tree trunk to like kick the guy. It's so awesome. Let's see all the Dirk Pitt novels because these guys are... Oh my fuck, this dude has pumped out some books. Oh, like make money. One, He's going two, like three, the John four, five, Grissom six, type six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 25 Dirk Pitt novels. And that's, he has other characters that he's written novels for, too. Yeah. I have a question. You're our, um, you're a resident, like, you know, soldier. and Resident soldier. Like... Yep. I only made it through my residency. There you go. Um... But let's pass their bodies, right? They can, yeah. They tumble so usually. Then, it depends on the caliber and how it hits you and shit. But okay, so let's let's go with an AK here because they're using AKs. I think I would feel like an AK would pierce through your body and hit the person because he uses them as like a human shield twice. Yeah, most likely one of them would have made it through, but you know, semantics. So did they bring his body back? They ate him. Oh my god, we're only halfway through this fucking film. Yeah. I know. You would think this would be like the last, you know, third of it, but nope. They didn't even bring the black guy's body back he's, with him. He's still gotta meet the Tuareg, he's still gotta befriend the Tuareg, he's gotta discover the boat, 
He's got to discover the the factory. He's got to destroy the factory. <laughs> Dude, I have a bunch of notes for this I wrote down last night, but fuck. I don't remember any of this. It's because you're too high. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Penelope and Matthew uh, dated because of this film? Yeah, that sounds right. We need to become actors. <laughs> I don't think we have the talent nor the looks to be actors. I know, and being married and all makes it kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> is Asler a country or a city? You're like, fuck them. This <laughs> 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 Penelope Cruz we're talking about. <laughs> Do you get $20 million from Spain if you marry Penelope Cruz? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay them twenty million dollars. Does Spain pay dowries? <laughs> okay. So I so I don't know if this is racist or not, but I'm gonna go with it. But this scene <laughs> 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 So this scene when they're coming up on they're intercutting between the Tuareg and the African warlord here talking about this, but I was <laughs> wondering when the, the Tuareg come up and I wanted them <laughs> we want Kenobi to pop up. <laughs> I thought that too. Don't worry, they frighten easily, but they'll be back. <laughs> and in great I'm not numbers. sure that's racist or not, but it cracks me up. I'm going to say it. So eh, it's not racist. Al Guinness wasn't racist, right? He's British, and all Brits are by definition racist. Put that in the comments below. <laughs> okay, for for our defense, they're in a canyon. Mm-hmm. They're looking up. They're wearing like desert. Garb, the same Very people Star in Star Wars, Wars were desert garb. Yeah, so we're not racist. We're just keen eyes. Yeah, that's right. I just, I was picturing this scene like with Muppets, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Bring them up!" And like all these little Muppets are <laughs> peeking over, and Bleaker and Bleaker, and then Doctor oh, Honeydew come out. God, I'm being drunk, <laughs> and they're like, "We're gonna eat them." <laughs> <laughs> Fire up the pits, boys! <laughs> oh my god, I want to watch a movie about Muppet Cannibal Ivan. Where just these Muppets <laughs> eat people. <laughs> but it's played serious and straight. And it's like Jason Siegel trying to escape the island of like the little rat Muppets trying to eat him. <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch Rizzo the Rat feast on Steven Seagal's corpse. <laughs> oh! That's perfect. Okay, we're going to write the script. Steven Seagal will do it. He definitely needs money. Steven Seagal is stranded on an island with cannibal Muppets. And he has to escape. And he's going to do karate on the Muppets, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what do we call this uh, dumpster fire? Um, uh, A kiss of felt. Kiss of felt, yes. <laughs> I like it. Or a, or a, a nibble of felt. Nibble of felt. Oh uh, no! Come back to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you're telling me Kazim couldn't find this fucking town? Jesus Christ! It's like built on the side of the rock and it's been there for like hundreds of years. It looks like. I feel like you just drop a bomb on that and be done with it. Jesus Christ. Can you explain who these people are? I wasn't paying attention last night, nor am I paying attention now. Who are these people? I assume they're natives of 
Molly in this, and they are fighting against Kazim. They're part of the Civil oh, War. Oh, that makes sense. So oh, yeah, because like, they, yeah, they mentioned like, they're going into war-torn Molly, and they're going between two tribes, right? Yeah. The Tuareg, I don't know if they're a real tribe. I apologize. Maybe they are. But apparently in this, they are resisting the dictatorship. Which, What's crazy is half our population of listeners is actually Tuareg people. <laughs> the Tuareg stormed the capital. <laughs> no, I mean, our podcast listeners. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> wow. Well, welcome. I'm so happy that we are able to podcast to the Tuareg. You always forget that, like... That our topical humor is not going to go well three months from now when this actually comes out. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll definitely be 50 years old paying for the crimes of this podcast. <laughs> you shouldn't post, go back and be like, oh, they're fucked up. <laughs> That's the most dirty thing. We're not going to get into that. We'll let Joe Rogan and friends talk about that shit. <laughs> we'll just give them the Hey, I thought this about. movie was about treasure. It was supposed to be, but now we're dealing with <laughs> fucking syphilis and <laughs> it probably stinks in there. There's shit. It's on probably themselves. not great with these people who probably don't bathe regularly because they live in a goddamn desert, and on top of that, they're like dying from some kind of poisonous plague. And this, get ready for the ultimate stumble on the plot. It just so happens that the Tuareg capital. Deep buried within it is the clue to finding the Texas. Did she just carry around a little like vial to like mix poisons? Like I get disease and stuff like cultures and things, but like how would you know it's fucking poison? She should have been like hair of toad, <laughs> <laughs> skin of a minx. <laughs> That's very mean, Shane, because she's got a huge nose. She's not a witch. Oh, I think her nose is perfect. <laughs> you just want her to brown nose you. <laughs> I think both our wives would invite Penelope Cruz to live with us. <laughs> oh, says Nigeria, then Molly, drink twice. Oh, I also like this actor. Delroy Lindo. I thought I was supposed to know who he was, so I googled him last night, and I didn't really recognize a lot. It's a Niger drink. Uh, and this is like, he's pulling old strings, right? He's got friends with, I suppose this dude's the CIA? Oh, I didn't even pick up on this. I, th I thought he was the doctor who got shot earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you were too high. <laughs> this is a reminder that drugs are bad and will melt your brain. <laughs> With potential podcast in no way uses nor condones drug use. Oh, don't bullshit up. We totally use and in induce. I mean, endorse. <laughs> Wasted potential podcast. No way <laughs> uses nor endorses drugs. Use drugs. Use drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's like, yeah, remember 19 October 27, 1982? And he's like, you son of a bitch. I know. It's, it's, it's doing a predator thing, but I think it's more like a white privilege thing. <laughs> and by the way it's raining Do you see he's like raining? remember 1865 <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> cut it, cut it. <laughs> just bleep the whole thing 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's like, you would call in that favor. <laughs> no, right. Why is Matthew McConaughey the idiot historian telling him about the toxin? It should be Penelope Cruz, but maybe Penelope Cruz gave up and just left the set that day. She's like, fuck this. He's like, what the fuck does this white boy know about this shit? <laughs> what do you know about our way of life? And then he's like, well, I know everything. I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> Africa. Africa. I like oh, thank you... God. Africa is not a country. No, just continent. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Don't get a drink. Ugh. He's just, none of the actors are given anything good to work with. Yeah, that and they're half-assing it. Except Steve Zane, because Steve Zane plays the same character in every movie he's in, so he's giving it his all, which is just... Just go to. I do meth. I do meth. <laughs> That's basically his only thing. And he apparently knows everything there is to know about car. Like, this is where I have a real issue. I get people know a lot of things and stuff, but like... He knows everything about everything. Like, he's supposed Shane's to be... Shane's just jealous because he doesn't know the things that Matthew McConaughey knows. I want to know what McConaughey knows. I want to do what he does. I want to play bongos so, naked on the beach. Right? So, is it cultural appropriation that Penelope Cruz is wearing their clothing, or she's just wearing their clothing? I don't know. Is it only appropriation if she's white? Yeah. She's Spanish. Okay, good. Okay. Well, like you said white? earlier, I didn't. Dr- I didn't drink yet, but this is this is the most ridiculous of plot convenience oh, in the entire like me. history of filmography, where Steve Zane chases a soccer ball down some steps and stumbles upon uh, ancient cave paintings of people drawing a metal boat. And they they could have <laughs> done something that wasn't as dumb, like him looking to Kazim and be like, "Hey, do you know anything about?" An old ironclad that would have came up these rivers. It could have been recorded. It would have been a big deal. And he'd be like, well, follow me. And then they have a cave. That's better than, well, I was just playing soccer. Holy shit, it's the answer to the plot. <laughs> yeah, apparently this like this metal-clad boat is part of their like ancient lore and history. I know. Because they put it on fucking the caves. So you think, like, oh, this is an important date for us to remember is when these honky ass confederates showed up on our land and then they had gold could you imagine this confederate colonel like shows up in africa (laughs) he doesn't know where he is he would definitely be like this is ours now (laughs) (laughs) i am your god (laughs) well i do declare i'm like christopher columbus coming to a new land it would have been a total wild wild west situation Jesus Christ. Can someone cancel our podcast so I can stop watching this movie? <laughs> like, I'm just so fucking tired of this movie. Please, end us. End this now. Oh. oh my God. How so, can you read this? Okay, I get it. Millions of dollars. Like, if someone throws a million dollars at me, I will do just about anything because I'm a whore. But Jesus Christ, like, Matthew McConaughey, Penelope Cruz... At the very least, they are A-list actors and can do anything. Yeah. And but this is just nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's so confusing that this could have happened. All right. Okay, so William. So we forgot that William H Macy is a character, and now they're gonna Remind figure us. out what's going on. All right. <clears throat> Shot or not, you're gonna get this one right. Clive Cussler had written his own script, 
but clashed bitterly with every professional screenwriter brought in to polish and rework it, deriding them as hacks. Apparently the feeling was mutual. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. Somehow I kind of side on the screenwriter's side, but... Where, where, where was William H. Macy? Where was he located at? He's on the Numa boat. Where was Numa at? Because somehow Dwight snuck over the border back into Mali. They're, and... they're in Lagos. I is Lagos close to Mali? It's in Nigeria. That's where they were in the beginning of the film. Okay. Thank God you know geography. I don't know shit. It's one of the few things I do know. Way the road. <laughs> uh, and this is where he forgot. He forgot that there was this deadly thing that he was sent back to research. Did he like have that up in his ass? Like a sneak? <laughs> he farted. He's like, oh! Oh, that's right. <laughs> is this the house that they stumble upon? Yeah. So no, oh, no, 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 lived... no, no, that was when they, they swam into the, off the river and then went into that random Oh, house. okay. Yeah. So now Steve Zahn's going to make fun of people who are married and have bad jobs. Fuck you, Steve Zahn. What do you fucking know about it, Steve? <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> We're out here looking for a Civil War gunship from Confederates and have no moral qualms about taking that money. Well, I wouldn't. I'd spend the shit out of it. <laughs> Waste potential podcast in no way condone spending of Civil War <laughs> Confederacy money for your own good. Waste of potential podcast does not endorse treasure hunting for a ironclad full of gold that may have gone into Nigeria. And then spending the money on yourself. That was probably used from the sweat of like African slaves <laughs> to make. Most likely. <laughs> And then there's this random, like, futuristic solar waste disposal plant. It sounds like Massard's doing a good thing. They have all this toxic waste, and he's getting rid of it for them. You know? By dumping it into African water supplies? Yeah, great no, job. No, he, he's putting the barrels and incinerating them. But if you incinerate barrels, it goes into the air. Well, this makes it sound like it's like a clean version. <laughs> okay. It's not a power plant. I don't know what the fuck this thing is or why it's here. Or I don't know. I'm just having severe Wild Wild West flashbacks. You have a train. You have steampunk in the desert. Oh, yeah. And the good old-fashioned camels are just sitting on the side of train tracks. We're hiding under the very hard ground. We're going to pop up bit. <laughs> You know how much sand to be in your eyes? That or how hot it is. Oh. I just be like, ah, my eyes! It's in my mouth and my ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> I can deal the mouth, but not my ass crack. Are camels that fast? Like, I know they can camels go a Camels are while. actually really... Actually, no, we had, we had this debate actually in our mummy commentary. They're actually faster than uh, horses on sand. Oh, yeah, because they're webbed feet. Yeah. <laughs> And they have those really long eyelashes to keep the sand out, the sand out of their eyes, so like unlike horses. <laughs> sand out of their eyes and vaginas. 
<laughs> they have lashes on there. Never mind. I'm just stopping. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> How is this guy like? I should probably look more clearly, but I guess if he's a rent a cop, who cares? He should just be like, nope. And just keep doing what he's doing. <laughs> or he just Matthew looks. McConaughey is really strong to carry at least a 240 pound person on one arm. Not 200, 140. I was about to say, did you just say Penelope Cruz weighed 240 pounds? What is she made of lead? I'm drunk, leave me alone. (laughs) I'd bet she's not even 140. I bet she's like 110. So I see why people complain that like Hollywood has like a, uh, has like an unfair like standard of living. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the, I love the, uh. Long pause after I said that. I was like, did I do something wrong? And you're like, yeah, that's horse shit. <laughs> hey, whatever. If you're, if they're going to pay you millions of dollars, you'll look how they say you look. Hey, yeah. Them's the way of the road. Shane and I are part, uh, part-time podcasters and, and full-time janitors, and like they don't pay us to look good. They don't pay me shit. <laughs> In fact, they tell me to leave. <laughs> So he plugs it into his Apple computer, <laughs> and uh, it prints out saying, death. <laughs> did uh, did Apple spend $2 million to get their, um, their 2006 model on this movie? I don't know, but apparently this film could have used whatever cash it could get. <laughs> what kind of graph is that? You see that? It's some kind of like line graph, and it's like, well, here you have no pollution, and here you have... Pollution. Lines, meaning pollution. <laughs> <laughs> and over here, we have death. <laughs> and that's what Sandecker should have said. It's just like, what the hell am I looking at? And then he explains it to right. him. Not, oh, I know that. So, well, you should notice that military is trained in all sorts of line graphs. Everything. Apparently, this factory is a real factory. It's uh, actually in London, and it's where they test uh, jet engines to include the Concord. Oh, really? I was gonna say, holy shit, my cat's in here. I didn't know that. Hello, holy fuck! Oh my god, there's a cat. I don't even own a cat. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this like London, like a uh, factory pump out shitty movies? Because that makes more sense. Hmm. <laughs> oh, there it is, right there. Shrek two three. <laughs> okay, so I don't get this factory, and I think it has to do with me not caring and me kind of tuning out this movie for a little bit. But it's a very long paper trail to be poisoning water supplies. Well, see, here's what I have a problem. He goes, see, it goes there, it vaporizes the chemicals. And he's like, it looks clean, too. Right. So what is the issue? It sounds like this place is a good thing. I think, well, if the argument is they're inadvertently, unintentionally, like, poisoning the water supply, I feel like the solution is, oh, Stop doing that instead of bringing down the entire company, right? Because companies dump out tons of pollution all the time. I know, and they just get fined and move on, right? Apparently he's not bribing the right people. They're in, like, <sighs> Mali, right? They're in Nigeria. Like, can't they bribe them? Uh, this film did. <laughs> like, if the film could do it. Oh, there, there you go. There's Steve Zahn's um, catchphrase. Hi, how are you doing? Punch in the face. Ugh. Like, well, like they couldn't even like write a clever catchphrase. It's just hi, how are you doing? Punch. Should just said, like, <laughs> "Here's your Raiders of the Lost Ark shot." Yep, even the music. Where are the toxins with t- 
top men. Top. Yes, the toxins are actually leaking out, but people are just wandering around like it's no big deal what down there. What the hell toxins too. are those? Like know, some kind what, of poison. Is it alien? <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know, but they're they got some guy who's sick just chilling. Like, oh my god, the goo. We're storing all toxic goo. What is the toxic goo? Where does the toxic goo come from? It doesn't matter. It's toxic goo. Why are you asking fucking questions, Apple? You have a lot of balls coming back into the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a fun trivia for this one. Shut or not. Do it. Uh, The U.S. ambassador to Morocco, where the film was made, came on set and was visibly upset when he saw how the embassy was portrayed, feeling that it undercut how nice the real one was. This is in... Oh, wait, so the embassy is in Morocco. Oh, um, this, this whole is Nigeria. In and Molly, drink twice. No, no, I'm gonna go oh, with yeah. uh, false. Damn you, yeah. Apparently he was actually impressed because the real embassy is a piece of shit. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I wish awesome. the embassy was this nice. <laughs> awesome now this whole film is done in morocco even though it says it's in nigeria and mali Mm -hmm. so yeah apparently the u.s embassy to morocco is a hunk of trash (laughs) (laughs) i don't get this scene at all william h macy and uh dwight k shrew are talking to the U.S. embassy to tell them they're their buddies are stuck over there and you need to get them out, but he's like, you're not going to get them out because... No? Well, and he said, like, hey, the Niger River is poisoned and if we don't do something about it, the whole world's going to die. And this guy is like, yep, I don't give a fuck about that. All right, bye. See ya. Yep. <laughs> I guess to the defense, it sounds kind of like what the U.S. government would do. <laughs> I don't so know. you're saying Africa did it. Yep. Not our fault. Nope. All right, man. Of course, of course. Sounds good. We'll invade them in three years. See you. In <laughs> 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 this scene, where he apparently has a quarter, or is it the coin? It's the coin. Uh, I guess I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. This is stupid, but I don't really care. So, can the African warlord does does he like own the evil corporation? No, I think the evil corporation is working with him. Can you re-say that again? Because you fucking, like, yawned into it. I don't know. I don't know the answers to this movie, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Why is what he's doing a bad thing? It seems like he's doing a good thing. He's not like, I need a place to store all my chemicals. And the warlord's like, you can store them here. He's like, hey, I'll take care of your chemicals for money. That sounds like a noble cause. But apparently he's a fucking bad guy. I don't understand. This is written by sixth graders. When did they get captured? What was I doing? What was I doing while they were getting captured here? Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. We're in Dr. Evil's lair. That's and, right. Uh, Penelope, not Selma Hayek Cruz, not it looks Selma. angry, not saying anything. And the, the chauvinist is saying his evil plot? But it's not even a plot, it's just a I pollute things by accident? Uh. See, okay, here it is. 
He is getting rid of the waste, and they can't keep up with the amount of waste that is coming here. So the issue is in the storage of the waste, not the plant. So why wouldn't he just get slapped with a fine and told to repair the storage? Because if he just repaired the storage, then it would fix everything. Yeah, you just build a concrete, like, a cube and store yeah. all in there, right? Sounds like the issue is just the storage, because this place is actually doing a good deed. We should actually be funding this. And she's like, fuck you, you're evil. And he's like, I am... Tr- <laughs> I yeah, because she even asked him right now, she's like, who else knows about this? She's like, everybody. Like, <laughs> everyone knows. Like, who, who cares? Like, this isn't a big he's deal, like, right? It's like being like, oh, uh, you're using solar power instead of coal? Yeah. Well, don't you know that solar power costs a lot of money? Yeah. What's the point? (laughs) I don't know. Die. (laughs) I do meth. I do meth. I do meth. It's now it's the it's now it's the great escape scene where they use the coin to I guess those latches unlatch the back part of the It has a fully floating bed <laughs> for some reason. Makes no sense. I don't know, and I feel like this is gonna—it's gonna like concuss them when they fall. Apparently, this was Steve Zahn's most unfavorite part of the film. Uh, they actually had to carry that bed. Hey, and uh, he hated it. Nice. So right now they're playing the, or going to play the magic carpet ride song. Do you want to bet again, <laughs> Shane, who sings a song and lose? <laughs> don't patronize me. <laughs> you don't recall, I think it was our uh, Christmas cast. Shane swore that Magic Carpet Ride was not written by Stephen Roy. I thought it was Jefferson Airplane. (laughs) We're home free now. Ha ha ha. But we're literally in the desert, chained to metal. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. We always do this with these films. We have good commentary-ish up until like the three-quarter mark. And then we just go quiet for like because it's because it's goddamn it's goddamn hard to talk for two fucking hours twenty minutes and then we get to the end where we spice up again but holy fuck so now Kazim for some reason is like I'm fucking sick of these doctors and these guys so I'm gonna get a tank battalion and chase him down and then we're gonna blow up my corporation that seems highly inefficient just send a dude just send like four dudes to go kill him. Oh, I used the word corn. Hey, you. I'm triggered. I'm offended. Hey, beautiful. One of my many girlfriends is here. Hey, you. <laughs> there you go. That's how you burn through two fucking hours is talking to your wife. <laughs> sure, everyone wants to hear my marital issues. <laughs> okay, so back to your point of why like our two-hour podcasts like, slog is because... I'm not calling us stand-up comedians, but stand-up comedians don't talk for more than, like, an hour for a reason. It's kind of hard to, like, ramble this much without, like, losing your mind. Oh, yeah. Well, my mind was lost about a hour. And, that, and now not Carl Weathers is going to tell William H. Macy. See that? See the difference? 
I don't see it. There's tanks in this one. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. There's so much shit on the wall. How do they find anything in this damn office? I fucking hate this. If I have five papers on my desk for work, I get confused. <laughs> I'm confused with paper. <laughs> I don't understand the concept of putting things on. You're telling me this <laughs> is a tree. Destructible. How in God's name was this a tree? This is not a tree. Hmm, <laughs> a map. And we fade into the map. They're dead. Cool. They're gonna die. This would take them days, if not weeks, to walk through. And you should walk at night, because it's not as hot. Right? And metal absorbs heat, so they're touching that, and they'd be, like, scalding hot. What are these tanks looking for? They're hunting the tracks. Is this guy going to spend millions <laughs> of dollars in tanks and, and helicopter? To this is why them? I'm so confused. Why wouldn't he just fly the helicopter around looking for him? Like, why do you need a tank battalion? I feel like one assault rifle with a scope could end this right quick. Right? Just a helicopter flying around till you see him and, okay, shoot him. Like... Ugh. But then we get to, um, this movie becomes Flight of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, for real? I guess we have to drink. Hey, look! They stumbled upon the plot again. At least they kind of No, 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 no. I'm jumping too early. <laughs> I'm gonna drink. I guess this isn't the plot, but this is like a, a way of getting out of the plot. Convenience. So yeah. when you write when you when when the when the the two of the seven uh, like uh, screenwriters write yourself into a hole, the third <laughs> and fourth screenwriter got to get you out of it, so they find a the right brother's original plane and get out. At of least it. they didn't have Luke Skywalker come and rescue them. <laughs> oh, Ray Ray Skywalker just comes out. <laughs> Alec is like, where are you two going? I'm alone. <laughs> Daddy is lonely. <laughs> I feel like they don't have water, and the, uh, the timeline of this movie is extremely confusing about how people can cross over borders and countries in like minutes or hours. I don't know. But. Oh, thank God there's a big wind. I know. This is dumb. This movie's dumb, but this is the dumbest moment of the movie. This is definitely one of the dumbest moments. Like Where Matthew McConaughey and Steve Zane are sand surfing on an old airplane parts. Or I guess I guess it's sand windsurfing on old airplane parts through the desert that just so happens to be now flat when earlier it was definitely a bunch of like dunes. <laughs> They're sand surfing. Oh my god. Oh, Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> there's that damn hat again they just use the same yeah, extra that... in every fucking shot yeah they use the same uh, the same hat pass it around <laughs> give us that hat back you son of a bitch you think that hat's free <laughs> make Nigeria great again and they managed to crash into the only building in the middle of the desert right oh, oh look at that there's a coca-cola sign there for a little bit of product placement Ugh. Yay. 
It's going to go full Chernobyl. Thanks, William H. Macy. I wonder how much they paid William H. He probably made a pretty penny to do this. You said the budget was like 160? 116 or something like that. In 2000. I think it made once. I think it made once. Oh, it was 120. I think it was more than that. So it was 120 mil to make this film in 2004 or something like that. This is 2005, I think. Uh, yeah. fucking oh, it was, but it was made in 2005, but before you're right. Yeah. So it is a pricey movie. So now they're uh, driving to go meet with the Tuareg. They just gave a they just gave a like a Nigerian a Confederate coin. <laughs> yeah, dude's rich. I feel like it's a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where he's like, we gotta go attack a power plant. He's like, this is bullshit. We can't do that. And he's like, there's only security guards there. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, that place wasn't that reinforced. They could. I mean, they got in there, and they went in by train. I feel like they could get in. We're a warring tribe, but I can't afford to risk my men to go to war with the tribe that we're going to war against. so fucking dumb. I just can't. He should be like, because, yeah, I will eat your children if you don't do this. (laughs) <laughs> I'm American. You do what we say. Ugh. See? Hey, I'm worried about security, but I'm going to roll up in like this old school vehicle with no like cover and not get shot. Well, and they're like, we can't, uh, my men can't do this. That is not high security. There's just two dudes in hats. Yeah, because it's, it's not a military organization. It's just... A power plant. Right? Hi, how are you? That's his catchphrase. <laughs> that is his thing. I never even know that. We should have just drank every time he said, hi, how are you? We'd be drinking way less than every time we say a country. Uh, we probably oh, haven't even goodness. been drinking every time. I've been pretty good at making sure of it, but I'm spending... Go, random henchman. Oh, thank God we're almost done with this movie. Oh, it's the final... This is the... Uh, rising action. Yep. Where is everybody? I don't God know. God damn, this fucking I... editing is so, like, schizophrenic. It's choppy as hell. Hey, I'm not gonna risk my men, but I'm gonna risk my men. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, they're storing their men in there? This is my son. He was nine years old two months ago. Now he's 40. <laughs> I recognize him. Why is he wearing a tie? Oh, that's right, because he impersonated. Oh, yeah. Let's take it off. It's Run for president. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Is that like a Dick Cheney shot? Um, you pick any person. <laughs> any politician, you can be in person. There's a helicopter just circling in the back. <laughs> Where could they have gone? Yeah, like I said, it's not exactly subtle. Like I don't understand. Like if his if the problem is they're poisoning it, then stop poisoning it. Like it, I feel like 
You could fix this with like half a million dollars. Okay. And and they're going to blow it up. He knows how to do demolition apparently, which I kind of believe. I mean, he was a seal, so I assume you have some knowledge of demolitions. I like how he like sobers up and is not like an idiot when it's convenient for the plot. Yeah. Hold on, we're talking about military shit? Yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah. I'll find the bomb, you go get the girl. That's what this uh, script needs, right? Okay. They, like, Yeah, I wrote that down like they literally read the script. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. What the shit was that? Unless your cat's moving furniture. Fuck off, cats. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but- hey, abort. Hit abort and <laughs> Abort it. <laughs> Abort it! It says on the screen, abort the <laughs> shutdown! I that too, I never noticed it. He's like, I'll never work. I can't figure out this intricate technology where it says yes or no. It should have been like, click to stop it. He's like, ah, I don't understand it. And just blast it with the AK. Just, yeah. <laughs> just... Oh. We're in conversation anyways and just blows it up. <laughs> you know, I think this would have been better if they took more of like a Pineapple Express approach to it. Where the comedy is like priority and then it would the adventure would be less stupid because you're watching a comedy you know i don't think it'd be any less stupid like if seth rogan was the bad guy (laughs) well that only works because the stakes in that movie is weed the stakes are night like the entire continent in africa and eventually the world like you can't have stoners save the world by accident i would shoot him I'd have shoot Dan- him. I know, right? I'd be like, "Oh, you're right. I can't help you." Bang. Okay, come on, lady. Let's go have no, sex in Monterey. He doesn't care if you blow it up. Just give her the girl and go. <laughs> Why does Matthew McConaughey care about the turret? He cares about gold. <sighs> I would cast Danny McBride to be the colonel. <laughs> the, the 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 big bad colonel. <laughs> He's like, I'm a fucking dictator. That's what I am. <laughs> so right now, Matthew McConaughey is fighting the, the muscle. And this is literally stolen from Indiana Jones. Where, like, there's a, a, a helicopter or airplane blade flying around. And they hits each other. Yep. This is, like, unapologetically stolen. It has a Quantum of Solace feel to it, too. And I think this came before Quantum of Solace. Um, I think Casino Royale was 2006. So I think this is definitely before that. Yeah. But, um... I think it's because the colors look like Quantum of Solace, yeah. but I've never seen it. I just know the coloring. Mm. Thanks, Samsung. Samsung, when you want to destroy and cover up a corporate mishap, use Samsung. Okay, this doesn't make any sense. How does he know that the bomb is in this specific drum? Well, he did the knock-knock thing on him. Like, he knocked on it to see if they're empty and empty, but why would one be empty, but one not be empty? There's, like, at least 40 of those things in a line. How would he find the one? And why would they be empty? They are incinerating toxins. Wouldn't they be full of toxic waste? But they had to put the bomb... And one by itself because toxic waste and bombs can't mix? I don't know. And why? (sighs) Then they could have this dramatic. So here's my issue too. So those mirrors are reflecting direct sunlight right onto him. You couldn't see. 
I feel like that would be like putting a magnifying glass on you. It it, it burned the shit out of you. I think it would be like putting 5,000 magnifying glass <laughs> on you. Yeah. I feel like it'd be more than just bright. It would be an insane amount of heat. And it would literally burn your pupils out. They say don't look at the sun, but you should definitely shouldn't look at 5,000 uh, solar panels at once in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Don't you dare complain. He picked this fucking movie. I didn't uh, see this shit until 12 hours ago. Well, now you've had the luxury of seeing this abortion. I want to die. I guess <laughs> <laughs> like says it's 5,000 degrees Celsius. It'd be so hot. It'd be a barbecue crisp. <laughs> be a charcoal nugget. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hot in there too. Yeah, less hot though. <laughs> it's steaming though. Like it's steaming and stuff. So there's some kind of heat going around here. Oh. Like if Steve Zahn's dressed up like um, a Gaddafi. <laughs> Man, that guy went out awful. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's like like the, like like the whole historical lesson about being a dictator. It doesn't end well. I mean, that dude died with a knife being shoved up his asshole. That's a it's a hell of a way to go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's them's the way of the road. <laughs> <laughs> them's the pits. <laughs> them's the pits. pits. Them's the dirt pits. <laughs> Do MMA. Oh, you got drop kicks, son. Now you gotta smash a mirror. Bang. Dramatic. Commence incineration bomb. That voice reminds me of the one from uh, Austin Powers. Which is like, evacuation, uh, come. Evacuation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I uh, wrote down, like, now it's Austin Powers. The scene when um, the chauvinist is talking to Penelope Cruz. <laughs> No, we're just going to put them on this slow-moving platform and just assume that all goes well. <laughs> I've got a gun in my room. <laughs> we should it's just like the watch best Austin Powers instead. <laughs> we should just stop this the last 30 minutes of this movie and just watch <laughs> I'm going to need a nap. <laughs> I'm going to need a lobotomy. I hope the audience appreciates what we're doing here, being drunk at one in the afternoon. <laughs> Watching shit movies. I think more importantly, I hope our wives appreciate it. We're, we're heroes. <laughs> we are heroes. We're fighting the good fight. I thought he was grabbing her breasts. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> looks kind of close. He's like, you're going to untie this. You're not untying anything. No, no, stop. Just stop. I got to untie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought Penelope Cruz was wearing, like, um, local garb. No, that she's wearing sexy garb. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean, what's with the costume? They just broke in to save you. Hey, 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 hey. She's a doctor of <laughs> diseases. She doesn't understand, like, subtle nuances of espionage. Oh, God. We just get out of that action scene. Goes straight into a long, and when I say long, I mean long helicopter chase scene. I feel like like two bullets would be enough to incapacitate this vehicle. 
and they wouldn't miss. Like, that old trope that guns apparently only shoot to the side of targets. <laughs> they do when they're not bullets, and they're instead, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. special effects. I guess that's a positive of this movie. There's a lot of practical effects. Ah, yeah. Not a lot of CG. And any CG there Except is. Except right there. <laughs> we oh. just watched it explode. Yeah, but it's not as noticeable. They cut it well with uh, practical Lots of no, no, they uh, they definitely blew things up. Blew up <laughs> these nice um, African ruins here. Well, yeah, They're you gotta watch works. money burn on screen. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. Literally. I love this part. This part's great where Steve Zahn shoots a door into stone. A stone is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> We're struggling. Like, I like this. When this dumb shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, there's a fine line between um, film criticism and uh, serious sarcasm. Is this where Roger Ebert just starts jerking off instead of watching the film? (laughs) (laughs) That's grave. I hope Roger Ebert gets mad about us. He's He's definitely dead still. Oh. He's been dead for like 15 years, dude. R.I.P. I I don't mean to talk shit on you, bro. Oh, look, the uh, thing fell off the car. Oh, did you get shot? Lost the hat again? Really? That whole payoff for the hat? I know. The hat payoff. And then, here's what drives me nuts, too. So, their great plan to get away from the helicopters to drive along a hillside, assuming the helicopter's going to follow straight behind you, and uh-huh. blow up explosives to cover you, right? They're not going to actually blow up the helicopter and cover themselves. Um, why does the helicopter just go, like, horizontal to them? Or just keep flying, because, you know, it's a helicopter and it's above the ground. Yeah, it's, there's, it's just sand. I just love that Steve Zong can fire half a clip and hit the V. Oh, and hit those dynamite, hit the uh, helicopter a couple times, but this helicopter can't hit squat with its turrets. And I have an issue with this. I'm assuming those things said C4. Um, that's always the movie trope, C4, because that's what, you know, the military likes to use for explosives, as a plastic explosive. C4 is actually very stable. It will only... It would have to be, right? Because you're carrying it and walking yeah, around with it? Yeah, because you soak it, you get it wet, you, you walk around with it, you know, you couldn't have something that's unstable and just randomly detonate. Pretty so, sure it wasn't C4, pretty sure it looked like dynamite to me. You can't shoot C4 and blow it up. It won't. It won't go. You need a special detonator that chemically reacts with it to create the explosion. Oh, drink! Because the Texas no, just happens no, 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 to be there. No, 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 don't drink! Don't drink! You finish your your goddamn drink because this is the most stupid thing to ever happen in the entire <laughs> movie. That the entire supposed A plot, but now it's the B plot, is discovered in the last ten minutes of the film by absolute fucking accident. So C4 is so stable, you can actually cut off bits of it and light it on fire and cook food with it, and it won't explode. It'll just keep the fire lit. <laughs> okay, you you're not really addressing the serious notion here that they found the Texas. a fucking metal like ship for Confederates in the desert <laughs> in I think Nigeria. So I don't on, remember where on we're on accident anymore. as they're just getting chased by a helicopter. 
This is the most convenient plot ever to plot. Yeah, uh, Dirt Diggler here in no way is going after like a map or is going for coordinates. He's just randomly going through the desert on, I guess, a Rolls Royce looking thing that can go on sand with no problems whatsoever and just stumbles upon this Confederate age ship that he's been looking for. He's like, oh, don't worry. We're safe in here. This is two feet of steel. I'm like, steel that has been sitting in the desert for like 200 years. It's al- it's almost like he's an idiot. <laughs> I don't think it's very it's very strong anymore. I bet you could punch a fucking screwdriver through it. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's say that they wait here for 30 minutes. The the helicopter goes back and then comes back an hour later and then while they're walking their dumbasses through the fucking desert, still get shot. <laughs> And this right? is it's, it's not like if the helicopter runs out of fuel, the movie ends. <laughs> this is true. My favorite thing too is they use fuses to fire this cannon. Those fuses would be so rotted. Like I bet my they confusion work. is I don't remember them lighting it. I don't know. I don't care anymore. They do it by pull by like an old school pulley lever type thing. So like so, so like they use the sparks to light it, right? Isn't that how those cannons work? I don't know. I'm not cannoneer. Yeah, that that's definitely green screen, that helicopter. Yeah. This scene reminds me of um Rain of Fire where um uh is it Van Zandt or <laughs> yeah. Van or, or Van Halen, whenever he's Van the, Halen. Um, <laughs> the the arrows to pierce the dragons reminds me of that. That's why he's like, line her up, bring her to me. I wish they actually fired the cannon by accident and blew off Penelope Cruz's head. <laughs> How much fun would that be? And it's a CGI. Hey, look, it's her CGI head flying towards the helicopter. Yeah. Hey, look the uh, the, the really slow tank somehow got here. That can't hit a giant ironclad. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, you idiot! Lower. Oh. Are we using meters? Or are we using feet? I'm confused. Oh, and of course this army operates off hive mind because when you killed Bin Laden, Al Qaeda stopped, right? Jesus. Yeah, I wrote that down too because like that's your favorite. That's your absolute favorite movie trope is the hive mind. Thing. It's when writers have written themselves too powerful of an enemy, they hive mind it every fucking time. <coughs> Phantom menace. <coughs> yeah, it's when they make an enemy that is too strong that they can't logically defeat. So they're like, uh, hive mind. You just got to kill one. You could hit off the hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Head off the hydra. Uh, hey, Matthew, I'm pretty sure you cut the head off a fucking hydra. They grow back. Don't tell me the odds. <laughs> oh my god, those coins would fire off like shrapnel everywhere. Mm-hmm. I guess they do have one lodged in the woods, so. I thought you said there was only one. We're gonna be rich off a of confederate gold. He should bite it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's chocolate. It's real. Oh, shit. This is all just candy. <laughs> Goddamn Willy Wonka. Ugh, obviously, they know how to use a cannon. I wouldn't know the first thing about shooting a cannon. Um, I've seen parts of the Caribbean, so I think I'd figure it out. <laughs> Puts the pine and the coconut and shake it all about <laughs> you gonna make this movie less stupid if this movie was like 60 years older like 
it had less te- technology and more like old school because in like these like you know tanks and helicopters wouldn't pierce the side of this thing so easily yeah also i think it'd be more fun instead of a cannon if there's a gatling gun in there and they're like this should work <laughs> oh then you get for real like west uh well well west um uh, flashbacks where they have like uh metallic steampunk turrets <laughs> he's like raise the spider <laughs> And then he's, he calls off everybody. I will kill them. Like, he would even be there. Why does he fucking care? Why would an African dictator take the time to do this? Why wouldn't he just be like, to one of his generals, go take care of him? Yeah, because it's, it's not like, you know, like, I get the logic of it's like, oh, they insulted me. But they didn't insult you. They insulted the medical plant they're breaking in. Like, it has nothing to do with you. Yep. Absolutely nothing. I like how the cannonball went through there and had obviously no issues, but then he realizes, oh, it's an explosive. Because <laughs> that's how those things work. Wait a minute, it's smoking. <laughs> Get the depth of here. Well, it's like on fire and hot because it fired. Assuming that all the powder in it still is like viable. That or is not mixed with sand Just... or it's like dried out. I don't know, man. Now they're all dead. They should all have just turned and shot at him. They look really surprised, but then they're not surprised when they drop their weapons. Oh, because the Tuareg decide that, yes, we will save them. And then they have... Hey, assholes, where you been an hour ago? (laughs) Now they'll have the return of the Jedi. I was thinking, isn't it weird that these Nigerian soldiers are surrendering to the Confederate boat. I feel like something's wrong with this. No? Okay. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I was, I was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wrap up the podcast for us. Don't worry. Take a You're just going to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ain't no fucking Lord of the Rings battle for Helm's Deep here. No, no, that was much more entertaining. Oh, look, they're in the shape of a heart. <laughs> oh, we're there, man. We're almost there. We almost made it through How this piece of shit. Ten minutes. It's really so embarrassing. It's so bad. Poor. Why are they attacking them? They surrendered. I think it has a thirty-eight percent on Metacritic or something like that. Which is um, amazing that it even has that. Right there. They are in a little heart. How cute. They're in a heart. For One l- love, brother. For love. Mm. Oh, God. Well, this is the Do last Any more song. shots or nuts? Take us out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, I have a last one here. This movie makes sense as a great film showcasing a tight script and clear, concise prop. <laughs> Sure, false. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm really teetering on one end here, but I'm going to go false. No, it's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, me. shit. I got a drink. Uh, we'll both drink. <laughs> Ugh. What a. Oh, cool. We're down back here at the soccer ball. Yep. And they have all the gold. 
You know they'd probably become a terrorist organization, right? <laughs> <laughs> that at the very least, I don't know, like, funders for the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's a little weird to have Confederate gold and be hiding it from the government. I mean, truthfully, we don't know anything about these Tuareg or their methods. They could be terrible people. I don't know. They they look sad. Therefore, they're, uh, they're, they're, therefore good, they're good people. This is really- oh, and here we go. This is like the sequel bait because mm-hmm. I guess at some point they're like, this guy's got fucking seventy novels in the bank for Dirk Diggler here. We can probably get a sequel bait. Yep. And he's like, we'll need a new boat, and I only do the ones I want. I wish William H Macy said that about the movies. <laughs> I need a new movie. <laughs> yeah. Done. Do you think they blew up the water a little bit? Like, I mean, the, I'm sure the water's very blue, but that's, like, weirdly blue. Um, I'm sure they intentionally shot there because the water looked good. I I wouldn't doubt. You don't know. You did the more research than I did. I'm sure that I wouldn't doubt that this wasn't actually shot anywhere near Africa. And so this is where the CIA kills an international businessman with tainted water? Which is Yeah, but I, I feel like kind of dark well, I, I guess he ran away and he blew it up therefore he does deserve to die but i was like you know you could like fix this that guy looks like a vander holyfield <laughs> he does look a little bit that's cool i guess this is like a payoff is they just murdered somebody yeah which, you know cia does it, what it does. that doesn't look like monterey it's like fucking hawaii that looks like yeah i was gonna say oh yeah I was going to say shit, just to stop, end this podcast before it gets too bad. Well, I'm surprised that they're a couple, because that was never set up. Well, he's, they did it earlier when he's like, you, me, Monterey, and she's like, I'll, I'll ask for a friend. And he's like, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, I wrote that down. I'm like, that's the stupidest pickup lines ever, where it's like, you ask a friend. Like, invite me to your house. Well, I asked my friend, and you can go to my house. I thought he was propositioning a threesome. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 there's so many bodies involved. I thought it was like a, like a whole orgy. I was confused. I don't really have... I feel like they don't have any chemistry at all, and this is all super fake. Well, I mean, it's not. They do actually bone in real life after this. Well, yeah, I, don't, I get <laughs> afterwards, but like all of this, the entire movie, there's no chemistry, and now it felt a little forced for them to be playing around in the the sand together. Yeah. Ugh. I really hate you. You know that, right? Like, like the the audience doesn't know, but we haven't done one of these commentary tracks in a while. We've been doing other stuff. Yeah. Recording. This is our- but man, this is like the worst one to come back on. <laughs> like the absolute worst film to come back on. All right. So that was Sahara. Um the story of Sahara is much more interesting than the actual movie Sahara. Yeah. Um, would you recommend people watch this if they just listen to us? Oh, you should never watch this film. I guess if you want to listen to our commentary track, it's kind of nice to have some context. You've never seen it because I didn't see it until yesterday, but I feel like, I don't know. I'm going to limb here and say our commentary track is way more interesting than this actual movie. And I fall asleep during it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck. I you? remember it being so much more fun, but this viewing has really changed that, and I am quite fearful for the movies we may watch going forward. <laughs> well, that Fuck. that ties up this piece of shit. Um, 
<laughs> I hope you enjoyed your margaritas and uh, and or cactus cooler bills. Um, what's our next film? Oh man, I don't really know what to do anymore because, like, I enjoyed the before this. We had some good run on some interesting films we've gone here, but you really tortured me. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna get you back right now. Oh, no. And uh, the next film we're gonna watch, which I'm just studying right now on top of my head without like really doing any thought processes. We're going from action trash adventure film to children's action film, and we're going to watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Oh, uh, with Ivan Ooze? Yes, sir. That's going to be terrible, but I think that's going to be fun. It's not two hours. It's definitely not two hours, and I don't think it's as long-winded as this show. Alrighty. Well, till next time, get bent. Yeah, this is all Shane's fault once again. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> do you remember when um do you remember when um who's the guy from um fucking that uh, true grit and those other coen brothers movies um oh he's the big lebowski oh singing. the jesus no yeah the, oh, the, the dude the, the uh, dude. Jeff what's the name of the dude jeff. now now he does talk like this no, that's jeff daniels. uh not jeff daniels no, uh not, what's his fucking name oh something daniels Brewster Cogburn, what the fuck is his name? It's gonna piss me off. I do not know this fucking name. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Do you remember when Jeff Bridges had his own line of, of this? It was oh, like a, some kind yeah. of sleep thing. Remember that? That's just what he mentioned that. It popped in my head. God damn it. Like, we invite him on just to does he just latches on to so many things god damn it good looking dude oh yeah we we had sex numerous times but still like you can't squat on my house forever it's like a cat <laughs> Matthew McConaughey McConaughey and drink alright let's start the show <laughs> you're really drunk breathe these